Magic Woods. This story is called The Island of the Agini. The little baby in the basket floated down the rushing and roiling river, and the basket bobbed up and down and twirled all around. But the baby thought this was a great fun ride. <laughs> she laughed and giggled as the river carried her roughly along. <sighs> Some wild animals saw the basket as it floated by. A hawk passed over the river <coughs> and looked down briefly when it heard a little giggle. But the basket was moving too fast, so the hawk didn't bother trying to investigate further to see if the giggling thing might make a yummy treat. And then a little later, a fox came down to the river for a drink. It looked up sharply when the basket passed by, and the baby giggled. <laughs> but the fox had no idea what to make of that noise, and the basket went away so quickly that the fox just dipped its head again and took another drink. So the baby was having a fun time on its wild river ride. But then the sun began to set, and the air grew colder. The baby began to feel tired and cold and wet and hungry. She cried for help. But no one heard her. And all the while, she was drawing closer and closer to the giant waterfall that would cast her off the edge of the world. A few miles upstream from the waterfall, there was a large, almost perfectly round island. And that was where the Agini lived. The Agini were Mimis who had devoted their lives to worshipping Isir, the giant tree that led up to the forest in the sky. None of the Agini had wings. Most of them were men, although the leader and a few others were female. One of these mysterious Agini, an old priest with a long beard, was gathering water from the river just as the sun was going down. And he was surprised, to say the least, to see a basket with a baby in it, turning round and round in a little eddy formed by a fallen tree branch. He fished the basket out of the water and brought the baby to the other Agini, who were just sitting down for their sunset dinner. They all looked down in wonder at the little sleeping baby. But they didn't know what to do with the child. They weren't allowed to leave the island, so they couldn't take it back to wherever it came from. But only the Agini were allowed to live on the island, and you couldn't be an Agini if you were a baby, and if you had wings. So they said, what should we do? And the old priest who had found her said, Well, we have to take care of her, obviously. They all looked to their high priestess to see what she might decide. And the high priestess looked down at the little baby and said, It is true that only the Agini are allowed to live here. However, this baby came to us for a reason, and we will take care of it until such time that we find a safe way to get it off the island. Hooray! shouted the other Agini, for there had never been a child on the island before, and they were excited to be taking care of one, even if just for a little while. And the old priest who had found her smiled so wide it looked like his face might split in two. And so the Agini took care of this little girl and brought her up safe on their island. They couldn't agree on a name for her, and they didn't know her real name, so they all, each of them, had a different name for her. The old priest who found her called her Eddie. The high priestess called her Newt, 
Someone else called her Minnow, someone else called her Clyde, someone else called her Fern. She had about 17 or more names. And as she grew up a little bit into a little girl, she was happy on the island, although sometimes she wished she could leave and go to the other side. She wondered what was out there in the wider world. But the Yagini said to her, you can't leave, not yet, it's not safe. And the Yagini couldn't leave the island. They weren't allowed to, but they also just couldn't. They couldn't fly for one thing, and they weren't allowed to have boats for another. And the water that rushed around either side of the island was so rough and fierce and rushing that it was too dangerous to swim. So they were stuck on the island, and until somebody came for her, the little girl with many names was stuck on the island too. But one day, when she was about four years old in Mimi years, she decided to try to fly over the river to the other side. So when none of the grown-ups were looking, she started flying across the river to the south side, the stick person side of the river. But her wings weren't fully developed yet, and the winds above the water were fierce. And she got about halfway across before falling down into the icy water and getting washed downstream. And then her world went black. But she didn't die. Because the next thing she knew, she was covered in blankets by a roaring fire in a forested glade on the other side of the river. A tall man in dark clothes was tending the fire. He was about the size of a Mimi, but when he turned his head, she saw that he had glowing red fires where his eyes should have been. He seemed to be made of darkness. This was no Mimi. When he noticed the girl was awake, he stood up and walked over to her. You gave me a fright, little one, he said. And though his words were kind, his voice chilled her to the bone. You almost died. I pulled you out of the water just in time. Thank you, the little girl said. Any time, the shadowy figure replied. Whenever you need help, just say, Oh, Shadow King, please protect me and I will come for you. Okay. (laughs) And the little girl grew suddenly very sleepy, and the Shadow King gently lifted her up and somehow carried her across the river back to the island. And she woke up in the morning on the island, surrounded by a circle of concerned Agini. The old priest had tears in his eyes, and he said, You gave us a fright, little Eddie. We couldn't find you anywhere. And the girl sat up and said, I, I, I was on the other side of the river. The Agini looked alarmed for a moment, but then they smiled indulgently. No, little minnow, said one. We found you on the grass near the temple. You must have dreamed about that. But I did go to the other side of the river, the little girl insisted. I fell into the river and a shadow man saved me. <sighs> the Agini looked at each other in alarm. He called himself the Shadow King, and he said he would always protect me. There was a frightened silence. That was just a dream, said the High Priestess after a moment. A nightmare. The Shadow King is real, but he's evil. He would not save anyone. But he saved me. It was just a dream, repeated the High Priestess. And from that day on, the little girl assumed it had been a dream. But sometimes she wondered. 
Well, that's the end of the story, The Island of the Agini. The next story is called The Middle of Daydream. Goodbye.